Well, good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of December. This is Granny D, Dorcas Smith out of Plymouth, Michigan, speaking to you again today. A little bit different focus today um, because I just wanted to get everyone ready for Christmas. And please, do not feel guilty if you eat well and celebrate. This is a good year to have some delights and to have some good meals and eating. You're not going to be doing it with family. You'll be doing it by yourself. I'm actually cooking a turkey. Um, I asked my husband to get a small one, and he came home with a 20-pound turkey. So there's going to be all kinds of interesting turkey meals coming up in the new year. Meanwhile, it is right before Christmas, and... I hope that you're all getting ready, and please enjoy the Christmas the best way you can. Stay safe. Stay home. We'll have another one next year. It always comes around. You know, it's funny. Christmas just keeps coming back again. So, today I have some ideas. This is our TR90 weight management call, and I celebrate and, and, and cheer everybody who's working on it keeping their lifestyle going, all those lifestyle changes, water, sleep, eating, um, exercise, and keeping that brain healthy. All right, so today I'm just going to remind you, coming from, and I'm not reading from John Medina today, I've got some other thoughts, but brain rules. I just want to go over the three ideas that go along with processing. When you learn something, the more elaborately we encode the information at the moment of learning, it'll be the stronger the memory. Remember, repeat to remember and remember to repeat. And why do you do that? Because you want to wear a path on that dendrite so it's deep. And the deeper, every time you do make a memory and every time you go down there, it makes the path deeper and you'll remember. The second one, a trace memory appears to be stored at the, in the same parts of the brain that perceived and processed the initial input. So the more handles you can get there, the better. So try and have different ways to remember information. If you can get that door open, then the memory will come. So, you walk somewhere, you go to do something and you can't remember what it was, go back to where you were standing when you had the memory and chances are it will pop right back up. Being, moving towards the older years, this is something I do on a regular basis. But I know if I walk back, because there's movement, so when you're walking back, you're moving which generates oxygen in your brain, which then when you get back there, chances are the memory will pop right back in. And this is the third one, which is what I'm talking about now. Retrieval may be best improved by replicating the conditions surrounding the initial encoding. So when you want to remember, go back to where you were, and you probably will. And remember, the handles that we add to opening your memory doors are one content. Content is big. You need big meaning. Timing and environment. So 
that's why the environment is important. If you go back to where you thought of the thing you were going to do, chances are you will remember it. Okay, so, and remember, repeat to remember and remember to repeat. Okay, so, here's a little piece that I wanted to talk about this morning, exercising your brain for stronger concentration. And you should try this. It's a little bit hard, but I think it does work. If you remember the TV show Concentration, and it ran for almost, it ran almost without interruption from 1958 to 1991. That's one long run for a show. Until at last its fans became permanently distracted. It's not a bad run, but if you want your powers of concentration to to never, okay. But if you don't want your powers of concentration to get canceled, there's an activity. Unfortunately, maintaining concentration while dealing with work, kids, family, and who knows what else can make it difficult to remember what you wanted to focus on. But research shows that the brain responds to cognitive strength training, which can bolster concentration. A group of researchers from the University of California San Francisco came up with what we like to call resistance training for the brain. <laughs> I like it. On older folks and labs rat too, and lab rats too, they tested their t- techniques, which teaches how to selectively suppress sensory responses to distractions. And if lab rats can do it, you don't have any excuses to apply it to your life. We suggest this cool brain training suggestion. Intentionally read a book in the same room where the TV is on. Focus on the TV sound for a few seconds. Don't look at the book. Then turn your gaze to your book and read one sentence slowly. Think only about each word. Repeat these two steps a few times. Next, tell yourself you're aware of the TV noise and you're going to stop reacting to it. Now try reading several paragraphs. Feel focused. Try further challenging your concentration at various TV volumes. Learning to deal with and shut out distractions can help you train your brain and strengthen your powers of concentration. So practice reading while there's other sounds and sights going on. I think that's pretty clever. All right. Eight ways to keep your brain sharp. You can see I've been hunting for information. And some of this I've already read to you, but I'm still, or told you, but I'm still going to do it again because we're right before Christmas. The old expression, use it or lose it, holds true when it comes to mental acumen. Your mind doesn't have to slow down as you get older. According to Dr. Ellen Kamhi, K-A-M, H.I., Ph.D., author of The Natural Medicine Chest. There are many ways you can keep your brain functioning at an optimal level. Here are some suggestions to get and keep your brain in shape. You know all these, but you know what? You need to hear stuff at least 20 times to make it your own. So here are the ideas. I have eight. 
One, of course, my favorite exercise. Working out is not only good for your muscles, it also encourages new cell growth by increasing the oxygen flow to your brain. It boosts neurological factors that help new nerve cells thrive. And you always want to be growing new nerve cells and new brain cells. Number two, challenge your mind. The New England Journal of Medicine did a study that showed seniors who participated in mentally challenging activities once a week for a 20-year period recused, no, period, oh, recused, I don't know that word, I have to go look it up, their risk of dementia by 7%. Those who engaged more often lowered their risk by incredible 63%. So, once a week, a challenging mental event, you reduce dementia by 7%. But if you do it more often, you can lower the risk by up to 63%. Practice your brain. Exercise your brain. Keep it moving. Playing board games, doing crossword puzzles, Sudoku, reading, and watching Jeopardy. <laughs> All right, number three, eat nutritious meals and snacks. What you eat has a direct impact on your brain function, says Dr. Kanhi. She said the best brain foods are packed with omega-3 fatty acids, like walnuts and nuts. Remember G-bombs? Greens? beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds. But remember those omega-3 fatty acids, such as cold water fish, as well as fruits and vegetables that contain powerful brain-boosting anti antioxidants. And of course, our new skin supplements and G3. And don't forget to brush your teeth with G3. Remember, no bacteria grow on the petri tissues that have G3 in them. Listen to music. This is interesting. The John Hopkins Medicine researchers said that if you want to exercise your brain, listen to music. They found that there were very few things that can stimulate your brain the way music does. Research has shown that listening to music can also reduce anxiety, blood pressure, and pain, as well as improve sleep quality, mood, mental alertness, and memory. So, listen to music even sing. And actually, singing in your car is supposed to be really good for you <laughs> as you're driving. Say cheers. A stud number five, a study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that one al alcoholic drink a day can be beneficial to brain health. In fact, the study of 12,000 elderly women who drank light to moderate amounts of alcohol daily revealed they had a 20% lower risk of having problems with their mental abilities who, than women who did not drink at all. Well, I'll just take my new skin supplements because I'm a non-drinker. So, and I don't even drink wine because it makes me sleepy. So, however, if you like to have an alcoholic drink, especially wine, go for it. The studies say it's good for your brain. Number six, of course, I knew about this one. Dance. And what are you doing when you dance? You're listening to music. So, of course, 
then you're getting exercise. So that's three out of the eight already covered just by dancing. Another important study from the New England Journal of Medicine showed that seniors who danced three or four times a week also had a 75% lower risk of dementia. The greatest benefits came from ballroom dancing, of course, because it's a learned technique. I don't do ballroom dancing, but I do dance. Obviously, not enough. I'm going to have to do it more now that I'm remembering these things because by reading them to you I'm or going over them with you, I get to remember as well. Number seven, sleep. Dr. Kami explained that mental energy is restored during sleep and too little can damage our ability to plan, solve, and problem solve or learn. Lack of sleep can even impair your memory and concentration since stress is the number one cause of sleep-related issues, get a handle on stress by trying relaxation techniques. And those relaxation techniques are prayer and meditation. And by the way, on the 30th of the month, we are having a meditation session with Victoria. So put that on your schedule. Researchers at Yale, Harvard, and Massachusetts and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology found that meditation increases brain size and may help to slow cognitive aging. So there you are. I'm just going to say them quickly again. I also have food that you should be eating, but we're, we've run out of time. I won't do that today. So first one is exercise. Two, challenge your mind. Three, eat nutritious meals and snacks. Four, Listen to music. Five, say cheers and have a drink. Six, dance. Seven, sleep. Eight, use prayer and meditation. And there we are. And the foods, I'm not going to go over them today, maybe next week. But the foods that are good for you, of course, to, to help with your health are one, oatmeal, two, avocado, three, nuts four berries, five white beans, six carrots, seven cauliflower, and try riced cauliflower or mashed cauliflower. I just discovered this. Yum, yum, yum. And salmon. And there you are. This is Granny D, Dorcas Smith out of Plymouth, Michigan. I hope that the information I provided you today will help you through the next week of Christmas celebrations. May you dance. May you tipple at the odd drink, and may you celebrate being alive, because we are, and we are going to make it. So I won't be talking to you officially before Christmas, so I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, or if you're from Ireland, it's a Happy Christmas. I hope you have a wonderful celebration if you've just celebrated Hanukkah. And may all of us, whatever your faith, may it be a good celebration this week. Because everybody loves Christmas. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. So, God bless us, everyone. I want to thank Brian Curry for his hard work. Frank Lomas. Susan Mann. And all the team for everything that they do. We have been doing this for over eight years. I cannot believe that we have done this every day. So I think we even beat Frank with his walking. 
I think we've done more miles than he has. So thank you for being here. God bless, and we'll talk with you in the next few days. And let me just do the right one. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Dorcas. That was lovely. Very good. Thank you, too, for being here. You are awesome. You are always there. And every time I eat a walnut, Susan Mann <laughs> jumps into my brain. Really no, does. No, walnuts are good for you. <laughs> oh, they are. They are. But I do, I, you know what? It's all those things, G-bombs, one of the best memories I have. And I, every day, because of G-bombs, I try to eat one of each of all those, those ingredients and put them in my life. So thank you, Susan, for that one. That's a great one. And everybody, well, have a great day. Go ahead. Oh, you know, I was just thinking, we're looking forward to having Frank tomorrow. That'll be good, too. <laughs> oh, Frank is Thursday. You're, you're tomorrow. And oh, that's right. I'm tomorrow. I, for some reason, I was thinking tomorrow was Thursday, but it's not. It's Wednesday. Yeah, I'm on no, tomorrow. Christmas Eve, is not till, <laughs> Christmas Eve is not till Thursday. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm skipping days here. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So your your boys will be with you for Christmas? Oh, well, yeah, they've sort of been quarantined with me. So, yeah, they, yes, they will be yes. with me for Christmas. <laughs> That's cool that's cool so well, we'll look forward to hearing yes susan's kindly going to be speaking for us on christmas day so please if you've got those 15 minutes on christmas morning come and join us i'll be here i know susan will be there will be here and thank you everybody for joining us god bless and as i as as uh, little tim would say god bless us everyone Absolutely. One and all. Mm. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Hear you tomorrow. God bless. Bye. (laughs) Have a great day. You too.